consumes my mind. I suffer all alone, feeling so dark, feeling so emo. I'm all alone in the world. No one. Hello, welcome to the Not Perfectly Ideal podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk. Uh, uh, no, um, uh. If you start paying attention. Like, if you started doing, like, a drinking game to every single time I said, uh, and um, you would be dead by the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, duh, I don't know how to speak it. Okay, so somebody on OnisianFans.com, which has a forum, the Onision forums are back. It's only adults, you know, like, they used to be adults only, but people didn't get the the point, okay? Like, you say adults only, but people were like, what's adults only? So now it's uh, Paygate. You can't get onto the forums unless you pay, unless you got a free trial, but that's for people who are already paying. Anyway, on another side. Anyway, so the point is, somebody on OnisianFans.com, the forums, asked me to make a video about people with BPD. Uh, I didn't really read their post at all. I just saw the words BPD and please make. You make now BPD. You make BPD now. You make BPD in your pants. (laughs) All right, it all began back in 2011, where I thought I had BPD. I basically self-diagnosed. I was in an emotionally traumatic state because a Canadian girl just threatened to kill herself and make it look like I did it, i.e. frame me for murder. When I say Canadian girl, I mean a freaking adult. An adult woman literally decided to say that because I was breaking up with her that she was going to kill herself and make it look like I did it. Which, you know, in itself is pretty horrifying. But after I was away from her, I felt kind of like, you know, depressed. Because we had a really passionate relationship. It was very loving and stuff. And I didn't just want to, like, hot swap her. Even though I kind of did. I had a rebound phase. But I didn't want to. Maybe I did because I did it. I hot swapped her. I had a rebound mode. Went and rebounded. So, I don't know. I mean, like, I dated, I dated her. And then the police told me, you can't evict her quickly. So she's going to come back after we, you know, get her a psych val. Uh, And so you better just, you know, run away from her because that's the only way you could stay safe from her. I'm like, that's a good idea, Mr. Officer. And I got the frick out of there, went down to L.A. So I dated two people in between uh, that Canadian girl because I dated her again after. There was a person who was my age. I think I was 27 or something at the time. And I almost dated her, but it wound up where I canceled because I had dated her when she was 15 and she wound up cheating on me, maybe allegedly, with a 25-year-old. She was 15 with a 25-year-old, so that kind of sucked. Um, and I didn't know about it till later. I don't know how I found out, but it was fairly evident because I did like, she was like, oh yeah, I dated this 25-year-old. And I was like, when? And I think like kind of sunk in that she was dating at the same time she was dating me. Anyway, point is... Uh, I tried to have a relationship with her, but then she's like, you know, I don't know about this. I, I'm just not sure. And I'm like, okay, I canceled your plane ticket. And she's like, no, wait, I still wanted to give it a shot. I'm like, mm-mm, cancel your plane ticket. Bye-bye. It was a $700 plane ticket. I wanted my $700. She wasn't sure about it. So, you know, if you're not sure about it, my, I'm, I'm out. If you're not sure, I'm out. I, I'm not going to sit here and try to sell myself, you know. If you don't want me, you don't want me. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, and then, like, you know, she wrote me, she either wrote me before that or after that, 
think she wrote me after that when I was like married and stuff or something like that. She's like, you know, we're really compatible. We really work out, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you were the love of my life at 15. But now I'm super grown up and you smoke pot all the time. Not that smoking pot all the time is the worst thing in the world. It's just not for me or my relationships. I'm just like, I'd rather be doing other stuff than smoking pot all the time. So, <laughs> but she likes smoking pot all the time. You know, bloodshot eyes. She even had a Facebook post where she's like, Bleh! I'm like, oh, good for you. Okay. Uh, anyway, with that being said, there was uh, one uh, prospect. I think that's what she was. And two other people, a 24-year-old and a 26-year-old that I had dated in between this chick, right, um, who allegedly has BPD. I don't, I don't know if she does have BPD. But I had diagnosed myself with BPD at the time because I looked up on the internet and I was like, hmm, these match kind of. I'm upset all the time and then I'm not upset and I just, I just went through these stupid things. And I was like, hey, guys. And I made a YouTube video. I'm like, hey, guys, I have BPD because I went through WebMD or whatever. And I just thought, well, mm-hmm, I'm going to self-diagnose and it's all good. No, it's a bad idea. It just did not work out for me. So over time, I started to realize what BPD actually is by dealing with other people. Coincidentally, uh, a lot of people I date or have dated wound up confessing themselves to having BPD at some point in their life. In a, in a I was diagnosed context, not a I looked up on WebMD what it was context, okay? Uh, one person tried to back out of it saying, like, because initially it's like a very edgy thing, BPD. They're like, I have BPD. I'm so mental. Aren't I interesting? But then later on it's like, uh, you're mental. Stay away from me. And then they're like, I don't have BPD. I don't have it. That was a false diagnosis, you know? That was like, like I know a therapist said I had it, but... I was younger, so it's not valid anymore. Like, that's the stuff that some people pull. And it might be real. I'm not a freaking psych major. I don't know. You know, it's silly to say I know when I don't. All I can really do is tell you guys my experience. And my experience with BPD is it is the worst for relationships. Like, it's the absolute worst. In my experience, if you have BPD, and this might be totally inaccurate, so don't be too offended, okay? I'm just an idiot talking here about my experiences. That's it. But in my experience, BPD is I'm always the victim. Everything is everyone else's fault and I can do no wrong. Okay. That seems to like the, they, they have this thing the people that I've encountered with BPD, they have this thing where they're like, yeah, I do crimes, but because I do it, it doesn't matter. Like that's their stance. Right. And it's frustrating. You know, it's frustrating that everybody else is evil and you're the good guy, even though you're literally listing off things that you do that's evil. And people with BPD have this thing where for some reason, and this is just the people I've encountered, not you watching this. Okay, I'm not saying you have this because it's a wide spectrum. Not everyone with BPD has exactly the same symptoms. But what I've experienced is that there's this certain detachment from feeling empathy for people you don't like, like you literally either love people or you want them dead. That's what I've noticed. Like there's, and it, I've experienced it again and again in relationships where these people who say they have BPD, they will be like, oh, I love you. You're so wonderful. They'll idolize, they'll worship. They'll act like you're the greatest thing in the world. And then you reject them and it turns into you're the devil. You're the worst person on earth. I hate you with a passion. You're everything wrong with the world. Like it's like, this isn't healthy. The ups and then the strong downs and then the ups, like the severe loving and severe hating 
It's scary as frick, okay? And it's also like an issue with honesty. If you have BPD and you're painfully honest, then most people probably won't notice, is my guess. Because if you have BPD and you are hypercritical about everything that comes out of your mouth, you may emotionally feel like somebody wronged you, but you actually have to like establish what was actually done wrong. And when you have to actually establish what was done wrong, you're probably going to find yourself coming up short because your BPD is pushing you over the edge and making you think things happen that didn't happen. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, because I feel like I was wronged, that means I was wronged. When you can't identify how you were wronged, it might be that your feelings are manipulating your cognitive ability to actually process thoughts coherently, okay? Emotionally feeling something is not someone else being evil. It's just you emotionally feeling something. Like, for instance, if the ice cream truck driver charges me $2 for an ice cream cone instead of $1, that doesn't make him Satan. That makes him a capitalist, okay? <laughs> it makes him somebody who maybe wants to feed his own children and pay his own mortgage. You know, it doesn't make that person automatically evil. It makes them somebody who is having a competitive price, yada, yada, yada. But just because I feel that they're evil, if I have a severe version of BPD, I might say they're the devil. I might say they're the worst person in the world and that they robbed me because I expected a $1 ice cream cone. So I've encountered this a lot. I think some one of my family members has BPD, and you guys can be a judge of this, but one of my family members is always the victim, always. There's no situation in which they are wrong, okay? They can be the most hateful, vicious, venomous person, and if you say anything back to them, suddenly you always pick on me. You're such a bully. How could you say that? Oh my God, you hurt me so bad. There's this constant thing I see with people who have said at some point that they have BPD. The person I'm talking about, another family member said they have BPD. So I don't know if it's real. You know, it's just like a bunch of hearsay. But BPD seems to be a very, very common thing. So don't feel like you're a total freak if you have BPD. You probably are pretty common. Okay? It's, it's all over the place. I have another family member with BPD. And he's a cool guy. He just gets really upset and, and doesn't have a good control of his emotions. And that's, you know, that sucks. But anyway, you have a person, you're trying to have a coherent, casual conversation with them, right? You're just trying to be chill. Hey, blah, 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 right? And they freak out at like the slightest criticism, you know? You're like, hey, I really wish you wouldn't be so transphobic because it really feels like hurtful to people who are trans. And they're like, you're always mean to me. I can't tolerate you. And I'm like, okay, intolerance is the freaking problem here, right? If you just be tolerant towards people more, then people wouldn't have beef with you. If you were more kind to people, more people would be kind to you. And that's what's scary about BPD in general, is it seems like there's a major accountability issue. you got to identify problems in yourself and apologize for them. If you're always just saying something as someone else's fault, like, for instance, um, I dump people in really mean ways, okay? When I'm done with someone, I'm like, get the fuck out. That's how I am. That's how I do it, okay? That's mean. That's wrong. That is mean and wrong. And I understand that it's mean and wrong. And I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, man, you're mean to me, but I'm not mean to anyone. Like, it's not like that, okay? I understand that you get 
what you give in a lot of instances, okay? There's a lot of other things that I know I don't do exactly as I should, okay? Like there was this one 16-year-old who said she was beaten by her mom, so I let her live in my house, and then I kicked her out because she was acting like I had said something that I didn't at all say in the context I said, I don't want to run through it again, but I made a joke about her butt, and she was like, uh, and I'm like, get the fuck out if you're uh over a joke about your butt, okay? It's a joke about your butt. If you have a problem with a joke about your butt because you stick stuck your butt up in the air like an ape, and I looked at your butt stuck up in the air like an ape, and I was like, ridiculous, made fun of you, literally made fun of you. So <laughs> if you take somebody who is uh, 16 in your home because they're saying they're getting beaten by their mom... And that's the worst you do to them at any point is make a joke about their butt. You know, maybe that was my bad, okay? Maybe don't make jokes about people's butts looking ridiculous and stupid as they shove it in the air like an ape. You know, my bad, okay? Not my proudest moment, making fun of people's butts. But the point is, is that there are flaws. And I need to acknowledge that I have flaws. So I don't wind up like people in my family not everyone, just like one or two people, and my family who are a little bit, you know, BPD, like a little bit everyone else is the problem. You're talking about somebody who's been divorced three times now, you know? And like, I understand one divorce, I understand two divorces, I understand three divorces. But when you're at three divorces, you really got to stop attacking other people because it's not them, okay? Three divorces, it might be you, maybe, might be. And even if it's not, still... Your attitude has gotten you to this point, to being divorced that many times, okay? So chill out a little. Just be happier, you know? Just like say, okay, well, I'm obviously not perfect. I've been divorced three times. Okay, I'm a terrible judge of people. I need to be nicer to people. I need to start saying, hey, my flaws are real. I got a lot of flaws. I'm not perfect. So maybe back off a little bit on the victim role, you know? Maybe say, yep, life is freaking crazy. It is what it is. This is how this is, people are mean. And that's just how I got to live. That's just how I got to deal. People are mean. Okay, moving on. I'm mean too. We're all mean. Everybody's a little bit mean. Okay, we get it. Don't need to have a pity party for yourself and cry every single time someone says something bad to you and then cut everyone out of your life because your feelings are hurt. Okay? Like, there's a lot of people I have in my life. And a lot of people I forgive for the things they do. But there's some things that you can't forgive. Like, people accusing you of, you know being attracted to furries. I, I would never forget that. That's terrible. <laughs> You're attracted to furries. No, I'm not. And I'm sensitive about it because I'm not attracted to them, not because I'm in denial about it being attracted to furries. <laughs> We're getting off track. Uh, the point is, is that I've noticed that a lot of people with BPD, they smoke pot. It's not always, but a lot of people. Basically, every person I've ever known with BPD smokes pot. So I don't know if marijuana, like, makes you like they say it permanently alters your brain marijuana if you start smoking it too young and that is a big scary thing like i wouldn't want to smoke anything that would alter my brain at any point permanently in such a significant manner you're talking about lifelong mental disabilities or errors or whatever because you smoke so much pot as a kid so a lot of the people with bpd that i met smoke pot as a kid okay so i don't know if it's correlated to weed or whatever but I didn't smoke pot at any point in my life, you know? I was willing to try brownies at one point. I was like, yeah, I'll try brownies because it's just an edible. Like, figure this, okay? Oh, no, you accidentally ate brownies one time. Is it the end of the world? No. 
It's not. So I was like, why, why wouldn't I try brownies? Brownies are fine. Legal, all that stuff. It's cool. Try it. But I never did. I never did. I think it's because my husband said that I would not make him comfortable. So I didn't do it. And that's fine. Uh, apparently, they take like shit. Tastes like shit anyway. Uh, <laughs> or maybe someone just made a bad batch. Uh, probably add a lot of moisturizer to it. You know, a little bit of, little bit of liquid. Pro tip with microwaving pretzels, by the way. Uh, sprinkle some water on it. Spray it with olive oil. Then sprinkle the salt on. Fantastic. You'll get it just like that pretzel stand that they have at every other mall. Uh, okay, so with that being said, the people I've encountered with BPD are the leaders in trying to destroy my life for some reason. I don't know why BPD makes you so toxic and horrible to other people, for a lot of people, not everybody, but it makes you so toxic and horrible that when someone is out of relationship with you, like when they don't want to be around you anymore or something, you make it your mission in life to ruin their fucking life. I don't know why that is. A lot of people with BPD have this. It happens all the time. Not sure why it happens. Not sure why they're doing this. Not sure what their motive is. Not sure why they enjoy seeing the suffering of people they once said they love so much. And I feel like that's an indicator of people with, you know, a serious personality disorder. Okay. It's a, it's a serious personality disorder, BPD. So when you say you love someone, all right, that means that if you are broken up by them, you probably still love them. You want to know why? Because they didn't fuck up. You fucked up. You got dumped. Okay? So if I'm dating somebody and I fuck someone else behind their back and they dump me, I'm not going to suddenly hate them for breaking up with someone for cheating on them, okay? Because that's common sense. You break up with people who cheat on you, okay? I had a chick who apparently has BPD, got pregnant with someone else's baby while dating me and collecting thousands from me monthly. Okay, that's the Canadian chick again. What a trip that was, you know, that that was wild, but somehow I'm the bad guy, you know, to that person to this day. They still think I'm the bad guy, even though I dumped them. Like, I, I, I actually noticed in the song Her Lies, which I wrote about her, um, I actually said dumped you 14 times. So I'm a moron in the sense that who dates somebody 14 times? Three times is stupid. <laughs> Three times is pretty stupid in a short span. But we're talking about me dating this Canadian chick. I dated her for like not, off and on for like nine months to a year. Okay? Not very long. I don't remember the exact dates. But I, I didn't date her that long. 14 breakups in that span? Like, oh my God. You're talking about a dude who loves a chick so much that he's willing to forget all that bullshit. Okay, this is like so many fucking problems. And I'm just like, nah, she loves me. We're soulmates, which is another thing. Don't let the soulmates concept enable you to torture yourself with a toxic relationship. Okay, your soulmate isn't supposed to cause you constant mental, emotional agony or threaten to kill themselves and make it look like you did it. Yikes. <sighs> Call the cops on her so many times, dude. I like literally when you're in a relationship with somebody who has extreme BPD, which she probably did, not sure. But when you're in a relationship with somebody like that who has the bad BPD, not the good BPD, because you watching this, you're good. You're fantastic. I don't know. You're probably like, I don't know. Um, but when you're in a relationship with somebody like that, like that kind of 
crazy stuff just becomes normalized to you. Like you're like, oh, calling the cops again. Just must be Wednesday. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? The fire department brought her back one time because she was shaking on the side of the street after I broke up with her and she left the house and she was just found wobbling on the cement. They brought her back and they're like, yeah, she was passed out on the cement. We brought her back in the fire truck. Tax dollars gone to a good cause. Bringing this person back. And that's why to her producer, I said, you know, maybe she's mentally ill. He's like, nah, she's evil, dude. I'm like, mm, I think she's mentally ill. Like this is, there's mental illness here, especially with the split personality and stuff. There's, there's all kinds of stuff that are stacked on top of that. It's not just BPD. But my point is, is that personally, I, I wouldn't, if somebody told me they had BPD, I would be scared shitless unless they were on meds. Like I would be scared to talk to them. I'd be scared to associate with them. I'd be scared to uh, ever meet them because I don't know how they're perceiving events. People with BPD, for some reason, in my experience, remember shit differently than it happened. They remember it emotionally instead of mentally. And when you remember stuff emotionally instead of mentally, all someone has to do to be a monster is piss you off. And then they're a monster. You could, you could make up any bullshit you want to go with your emotions. That's all they are. Okay, so you're experiencing a situation where you have to walk on thin, thin ice all the time. You have to tiptoe around because if you do anything wrong, this person's going to go and say horrible things about you. And they don't even have to be like competent things. They could be so obviously lies, you know. But if you get enough people saying obvious lies, then people just like they don't even listen anymore. They just go, yep, it's the truth. <laughs> so when you hurt a lot of people's feelings with BPD, you got a lot of people with BPD who are just like, uh, this person's a monster, period. And that's it. Because who is happy when you dump them? Who is excited and, and full of love when you dump them? Nobody. Everyone's fucking upset. And if you have BPD, now they're a victim. They're a victim of a horrible crime if you dump them. And so basically, if you get in a relationship with someone with BPD, essentially, you just can't ever break up with them. You can't do anything because otherwise you're dead. It's you're so fucked. You're seriously fucked. They will make it their life mission to ruin your life. And that to me is for some reason, something I have done again and again, attract people who who literally openly say, I have BPD. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll be your cure. You know, like, I'll come save you. I have a hero complex. I wear my heart on my sleeve and I fall in love with the wrong people. I'll do it. Literally, case in point. Before this big controversy happened with me in August of last 2019, um, I made a video saying why I won't date people with BPD. And the person who said they had BPD immediately after went on this whole destroy my life campaign okay so if you say like you don't know what bpd is onision you have no clue what you're talking about why the moment i said i'm not going to date someone with bpd they're unstable they scare the shit out of me all this stuff why would this person who acts like they don't have bpd now they're magically cured even though they already said they had bpd why would they go on a fucking destroy this person who dumped me thing why would they do that if they weren't actually like that and it wasn't even saying anything about them i was just saying 
You know, I've dated a lot of people with BPD. I have family members with BPD. And I don't want to ever do that again. I don't. I just don't want that in my life. I was saying, you know, I'm happy to be with somebody who's diagnosed with depression. That's fine. I personally was diagnosed with major depression at one point. More recent update, I have an adjustment disorder. Okay, I'll date someone with an adjustment disorder. I'll date somebody who, you know, not has a split personality because that would scare me constantly, like waking up in the middle of the night. Hi, James. My name's Sparkles. Like... It's a real thing. Like, it may sound like a parody I just did, but that is actually something that some people with split personalities do. So, <laughs> I've seen the Canadian chick, split personality, named Eliana, okay? She, like, and then she's this other person, Eliana, and she's just, she's just like, I am here to protect the Canadian girl. I am the split personality, Eliana. I was like, what? I'm not equipped to deal with this mental illness. I'm not. I'm just a dude. Okay, and to say that I should just automatically be able to deal with this. Why? If a person is constantly trying to hurt you, why are you their hero? You know, Superman doesn't sweep down and try to save someone and they start stabbing him in the throat. You know, he'd freaking drop him. He'd be like, I got, oh, I dropped you because you stabbed me in the throat. Why would you want to save somebody who is constantly hurting you and, and gets so vicious? You know? The, the ex-boyfriend of the same Canadian girl wound up saying that she he showed a text in court of her saying that she wanted to stab him in the chest with a Bowie knife. How do you want to kill somebody that you said you loved? Even if you dump somebody, you don't want to kill them, you know? But she was she was dumped by me and maybe dumped by this guy too. And now she wants them dead she wants to murder people or frame them for her suicide like it's so why would you like there's it's amazing the idea of being with someone who's not mentally ill it is amazing that concept is like oh you mean i get to use (laughs) herbal essences in my hair instead of suave that's like four times the price what am i a queen a relationship without mental illness, that's like literally the most premium ice cream on your cherry pie. But unfortunately, most of us are mentally ill. Like I have an adjustment disorder. I don't know. I don't think that's a mental illness. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is. I don't really care. I have it. It is what it is. Uh, but my point is, I feel like I don't know who people with BPD are supposed to be with. Definitely not me because I can't. I, I've been there. I tried. I really did. I tried to I tried to work that out and it just wound up being like no matter how much you play hero, no matter how much you try to help people, no matter how many thousands you dump into them, no matter how many times you take them back after they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I did this one fucking stupid one. You stop please take me back. You know, and then the moment they realize they can't get you back, that's when they go full rage. So they try at first. They try to be like, Ooh woo. Ooh woo, you rejected me, ooh woo. But the moment they realize it's over over over, over, over. Let me tell you about this piece of trash. It's named my ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. It's it's so... It's something else, man. So, if you want to know my stance on BPD, I am terrified. I am scared shitless of people with BPD, most of them. Because I have had a lot of bad experiences. So it's nothing against you guys personally, but 
Yeah, man. Oof. Anyway, thanks for posting to OnisiOnFans.com. Uh, just so you guys know, the lowest tier, the silver level, does not have nudity as far as I know in it. But it's still an adults-only site. It's just if you're not looking to see Onision dick, that's the level you, <laughs> that's the level you want to be. The higher levels are a little bit Onision dick. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit Onision dick. But uh, the lower levels are like books and, and music and, and this podcast and stuff like that, which I think that I'll be giving you guys early. Uh, thanks to the one person who said who wrote me saying that they love this podcast. The one person who said it. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a wonderful day. Boop squeeze.